This is Dude Catholic Podcast, episode 152, brought to you live from Dude Catholic Manor in Whittier, California. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian here with the main host, a man who flips bacon with his spare hands. I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. Today we finish a series titled Know Your Worth King with an episode titled Purpose. That's right. The scripture today comes from Psalm 27 verse 3. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. Delicious. That's right. So let's get this podcast on the road. I don't. I think I've been enjoying this series a little too much. Just because it was like, I don't know, I saw the purpose of it from the beginning. Pun not intended. And, and it was really cool the way I saw that it was going to be really connected. Um, as usual with something that I'm like, yeah, this is going to be so cool. I feel like I'm kind of disappointing myself a little bit because I'm like, eh, it could have been better, you know, but hopefully, hopefully it's striking a, a positive chord with everyone as, uh, as you're listening and, and hearing about, about having priorities in the right place, because that's going to, that's going to give your mission a little bit more clarity and it's going to give your purpose some definition, if you may, you know, because we all, we all have a purpose. So hopefully you know that already, but we need to place ourselves in a situation where, where we're doing what we should be doing so that our mission may be clear to us. It's kind of like vocation, you know, where we may not know exactly what the calling might be, but by doing what we're supposed to be doing, when we're supposed to be doing it, in the service of who we're supposed to be doing it for, our mission becomes clearer and the purpose, which is universal, you know, becomes known to you that it is to enrich the lives of other people so that we can, uh, pretty much like we were talking about pre- pre-recording uh, so that our actions may look like they have eternal consequences because everyone has a purpose but for the Christian the person that has a relationship with Christ it it's more than just something for the here and the now it's something for the thereafter you know and that's that's the whole point of all of this Saint Gemma Galgani said if you really want to love Jesus first learn to suffer because suffering teaches you to love. Suffering mm. without purpose is just suffering and it sucks. Mm. But suffering with a purpose is something very, ah, uh, how can I say this? I think I heard uh, Father Mike Schmidt's uh, quote, um, Fulton Sheen, uh, venerable Fulton Sheen rather. Yeah. Uh, that the greatest place for where the the wasted suffering happens is at at hospitals where people oh, don't yeah. offer up their suffering yeah and 
because the suffering you praying to god um offering the suffering is not really asking him to take it away it means i will get through this and i will offer it up for the souls in purgatory or for whatever you want to offer it to if you're going to suffer anyway might as well make it count yep and it makes you a much better person for it not just because you got through it but because you got through it for a reason for an unselfish purpose i feel like god created men first not only because of his masculine energy i guess you, you can nature. stop me when i'm in heresy but he wanted to create this uh this being that that was gonna uh, i know what i want to say i just don't know how to put it in words so give me a sec um can i try try all right so this upcoming week i'm going to put on a little camp for my kids um, and it's going to be a little tech camp. I'm going to, I've done this before for, uh, for other kids, you know, for students, but I'm going to do it for my own kids. And one of the things that's going to happen is I'm going to wake up earlier so I can set everything up for them, you know, and then, it's, and it's kind of a, <clears throat> when you were speaking, it was kind of reminding me of that because it's like, he was making, he was doing before he made man. And so he made man who named the animals first before even woman was created you know so he was kind of setting things up and he didn't understand why possibly and and john paul ii talks about this this loneliness that man felt and it wasn't nothing seemed to have a purpose until woman came about mm -hmm. you know all his work from beforehand and i'm pretty sure there was other work involved that that genesis doesn't discuss but we kind of pick up on that um i kind of picked up on that from what you were saying you know yeah. it's like there's this work that's done beforehand in preparation for the beloved and so maybe i don't know if you were going in that direction yes but that's actually, basically yes, where I, that's what exactly I got. what i was going to say but not in those words but yeah it's just basically we we set the stage for what needs to get done we set the foundation for what needs to get done and it's a lot of heavy lifting mm -hmm. and not that women are not capable of that but men are equipped better in in for the most part for the most part we're, we're equipped uh better in that sense where we lay down the foundation and then we go from there that's why being a scumbag is not an option because nah. that's going to lead to to the violence in chicago and a lot of the stuff that we've been seeing here, even in our state, it's freaking ridiculous. But it's not a complaint podcast. I'm just telling you the results speak for themselves where men don't step up to not necessarily to our capabilities, but to our willingness to just serve. It's cool because I was listening to Father Mike Schmitz about how uh, his ministry got started. And uh, when he went to um, to the college campus where he's been at for the past I think 15, 13, 15 years. Dang. Um, there was a student that asked him, like, hey, Father, do you want to record your homilies? He said, nope, I don't. That <laughs> seems kind of like you're full of yourself and no. Like I would be full of myself. That's what uh, Father Mike Schmidt said. And he said, well, yeah, but this is mostly for the students that graduated and they still want like that father figure to be around. He said, let's do it. I don't know how to do it. He said, ah, all you got to do is press record and stop and then I'll take care of the rest. So he said, cool. yes, let's do it. Um, then he took, you know, then the podcast was born. And obviously it's been pretty successful. Um, yeah. Then he went to a conference, a Steubenville conference, and then the speaker for the night canceled on them or couldn't make it. And then they asked Father Mike Schmitz, hey, do you want to be a speaker here tonight? He said, yes. Cool. And then somebody in the audience that was 
whatever. Hey, you want to make a video? Yes. And then Ascension Presence showed up and then they heard him speak somewhere. And then, hey, Father, you want to you do a five-minute video? Sure. So it's been a lot of yeses, a lot of foundations, a lot of purpose mm. that he's said yes to. Was he capable of doing it? Yeah. Was he equipped all the time? No. But he is willing to say yes, do it. What a great example. Because I've noticed too that, and I'm kind of going too long, but I don't care because you're a microphone hog. <laughs> I am. Um, I like the sound of my own voice. I know. It seems like it. Um, but <laughs> what a jerk. Huh? I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I'm talking about you, homie. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but it just seems like like I can apply that in, in, in my own life too, where I've said yes to a lot of things that I wasn't ready for, but I knew that it had to get done. In other words, what's our purpose as men in your own life? I don't know. But saying yes to a lot of things that need to get done is what makes you memorable, reliable, and needed. And to me, that's part of being a man. When somebody can rely on you, and yeah, you can apply the same concepts to a woman, but when you use your masculine traits to get things done, that's what being a man is. And I think a lot of it has to do, uh, well, not a lot of it has to do, let me cut that out. Um, a lot of it is revealed when you bring women into the picture. You know, because all the work that I do is sometimes I'm like, dude, like, okay, I, I did all this stuff hand. Like, is it all just to get recognition or, or what's it for? And then, you know, I see I see what happens because of it. For example, uh, I'm, I'm going to get judged for this, but who cares? You know, and uh, during this uh, even harsher quarantine time, I went to Vegas and and see the stuff got paid for you know by by me and and i'm like all right we're here now what and what happens is i got us there i made sure that the car was safe i made sure that uh oil change what whatever you know everything that had to get done got done and i got us from point a to point b the rest of it was not for me to complete you know like this is this is the part that's that's just beautiful to watch and it's all about God's plan um, what's the point what's the purpose it's not just to get to point B but but what happens after and, and just to see the the dynamic the family dynamic unfold um, it, it's an amazing thing because a lot of things were closed over there but we were walking into a into an open space and my wife just started playing tag <laughs> And it was really cool to watch that, not just to watch it, but to be a part of that and to see other families just kind of walk by and people just kind of look at what we were doing and kind of cheering us on like, whoa, hey, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and me tagging the kids and whatnot. And it was it was cool. It was really cool to see that and to know that that all that work, all that setup, all that driving, um, there was a purpose for it. And it wasn't necessarily me who completed that, but we're a necessary piece for that to happen and that's the way god set it up and because that's the way god set it up that's the way that we're gonna that we're gonna follow and unveil that purpose of ours and and that's why we did this this series the way we did it is that yeah you're not gonna come out the womb knowing what your purpose is you know, you are going to do what you have to do. You are going to put the things that go first first. 
then you're going to hopefully have a mission and that mission is purpose driven so they go hand in hand you know they're not separate from one another they they go in at the same time mission and purpose if you don't have a purpose you don't have a mission if there is no mission then the purpose is either not clear yet or you're just doing stuff with no end you know so what is the end the end is salvation the end is taking as many people as we can to heaven in what capacity in whatever capacity you were built for you know and and i, I look at i look at uh i look at the family for example our 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 family um and and in the interview like i was telling you earlier pre pre-recording um mm-hmm. i i got the interview talking about you guys um, i didn't get the interview talking about you guys but i talked about you guys and and myself you know my brothers and i like we have a different craft like whether you're an electrician a uh, uh, peace officer a uh, teacher you know like that is our craft and we are doing the best work we can do and in that manner we fulfill our purpose and the thing the thing that can uh, that we can fall into is false humility when it comes to that you know like thinking oh no someone else is going to do it or someone else can do it and it's so easy to stand out nowadays because no one wants to do stuff people with talent and i think it, this is coming because i um man yesterday i was listening to a lot of uh, a lot of motivational speeches just because i was mm-hmm. i was i did a purpose search on youtube and there's so many freaking speeches about that, mm-hmm. you know. And one of these, I think it was from Jocko Willink, the the thought that um, whoops, the thought that that everyone everyone does the bare minimum, you know. And there could be someone more talented than you, who just doesn't want to work. But if you work, you can out hustle someone with so much more talent than you, mm-hmm. because they're just doing the bare minimum to get by. You know, and I remember sometimes that would happen to me at school where I'm like, I'm just going to BS this essay and I got an A or a B. You know, in college, it got a little bit harder. Um, but I remember doing that and I'm like, hmm, what if, what if I actually uh, started investing a little bit more? You know, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen because I don't think I was, uh, I was as centered on, on the important stuff as, as I was until like after college. And I started seeing the, uh, the practical purpose of hard work. And of sticking with the stuff that sucks anyway. Like you, you were actually talking about this and it, and it just escaped my mind until right now that that, that purpose, you know, is what keeps you going. Because mm-hmm. you're going to do things and sometimes it sucks to do those things. But so long as you know your why, you can endure anyhow. And those times when, you, when things suck remind me of a, another little slogan that I heard in one of those many talks that I was listening to. That you grow through what you go through another one that you grow through what you go through and the only thing that's going to get you through that is knowing the purpose of what you're doing you know if you stop a mom from doing all the chores that she's doing or a dad from doing all the chores that he's doing and you and you ask them the question like why are you doing this oh they they may not have the answer right away but at the end of the day it's because of love it's because of the love that they have for their children. It's because of the love that they have for their family. You know, you ask a single person, why do you do what you do? Hopefully that you go back to those priorities. You go back to that mission and purpose that you have in your life. And you are not here by accident. You are not here just to be idle. You are not here for mediocrity. You should be allergic to mediocrity. And just rem- remembering that you just doing what you're supposed to do makes you out hustle 75% of the workforce. That, that should be enough motivation to get going. And once you mastered that, do some more.
do some more because then you're going to be a freaking superstar and you're not doing this to be a superstar at the end of the day we're remembering that we're doing this to enrich the lives and for of other people and for those eternal consequences that will lead others to the kingdom of god I have a lot of stories um like work stories um i don't even know which one to share because these are all pretty decent examples so i'll i'll, I'll um in the last uh like every month we get rotated this month on vacation relief but last month i was in an area of assignment and a lot of the times i used to take the handle on being the the feeding deputy so i would go get a full count of every person that needed a meal i would go down to the kitchen let them know what's up they have it ready for me because they already liked me <laughs> um and because I wasn't lazy, I would actually help the inmate workers. Yeah. And yes, you're hearing that right. A little deputy was ha uh, helping the inmate workers do their job. Like pushing heavy stuff, wrapping things around. And it's cool because I, I hope it doesn't sound bad. But I'm not necessarily like an inmate lover. Like, oh, they're all, all these people are so awesome. Like, yeah, they're awesome, but come on, dude. Like, you're dealing with murderers, rapists. It's just what it is, you know? Like, God loves them, and I tolerate them at first. And then I get to know them a little bit more. And a lot of times they lie just so they can get away with stuff. But sometimes, you know, you, you get good at reading people. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty good at reading uh, most people. So there's been a few inmate workers that... I've built a decent, I guess, rapport with them where they're not my friends and I don't believe everything they tell me. But the ones that have nothing to prove and just talk about God, for the most part, what I've experienced, those are different. Because they don't, they're not asking for anything. If anything, they're offering everything and giving everything. And they realize that they're in there for something that's whatever. Where I'm getting at is, it's cool because I had I had like two of them that would give me like chocolate muffins and like it was like really <laughs> nice. Like, hey, sir, here's for you and your partner and like, and you know, it was cool. Like yeah. I built like that type of rapport with them, and then we would talk about God. And and I love the fact that I didn't make any excuses for anything. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know what? I I I'm in here for a reason, and it is what it is. And hopefully, at, this changes me. And hopefully I, I let my God in enough so that I he may be able to change me. That's what I mean about that. Like Yeah. Yeah. The the ones that really want God in their life are the ones that actually have been changing and whatever. I've opened myself up to not only go in there and do my job and then do my custody time and go out to patrol and then move on to the different stuff that I want to do within the department. But I'm taking it little by little. My purpose there is to actually touch people's lives. And in return, it's touching my own. Because I've had inmates, like grown, grown ass men, <laughs> grown men with tattoos on their faces that say F the world or F my haters on their freaking face, dude. Mm. And just freaking murderers and former gang members, like cry. And tell me, hey Garcia, you're a good man. You actually treat us like like a person. 
And that's why I don't mind doing all this stuff for you. And the fact that you still help us out, you know, just pushing stuff. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm selfish. I just, you guys take too long. <laughs> and that's, he knows I'm kidding too. Like, I play around with him. And he starts laughing, but, you know, and, that, and that's when the tears come. Like, no, like, you, there, there's something different about you. And, like, you, you, are, you are a Christian. And it's awesome. I saw a post on, on uh, Catholic Connect a little while ago, and it was a deputy from my department where he sat down and he had his sleeves rolled up. And it was in the sun, too. And he was talking to some guy that was having mental issues. He was safe, of course. He handcuffed the guy. You know, just because you have a good heart doesn't mean you're going to be a stupid... <laughs> that you're not going to be careful. <laughs> you know, he, he sat down. As you see, it's not all about taking people to jail. It's not all about getting the bad guy off the street. It's about being the light that God wants you to be in this world. That's our purpose. That's part of it, at least. Going through different things, different struggles, or just not even a struggle, but like me right now, I'm in a jail facility. Did I want to be there smelling inmate farts? No, not really, but that's part of the process before I go out to the patrol uh, division and those little things that have humbled me from a hardened criminal with f all my haters or f the world tattooed on their face crying telling me that there's so much good in this world and then i'm part of that good it's not nothing you know it's not nothing um i just want to close it off you know um, and i feel like we've said we've said so much already that i want to make sure that that we finish with this idea of purpose you know that when you know your why you can endure anyhow that when the things suck you remember why you're doing those things and that you remember that you're not here on accident you're here on purpose no one's an accident every one of you listening is meant to exist essential irreplaceable and you are necessary for our Ramona and I's purpose in this life we're here for one another, so pray for us. I will pray for you. Ferrum, ferro, acquitur.